You are now tuned in to New York's very own New York's very own Minx Couture. All the opinions and views expressed on this show are from mine and mine only. I take responsibility for everything I say. And if you're going to be all up in your feelings, then this is not the platform for you. Because this is The Mink Show. wrapped they will definitely make you feel like you are not like doing enough (laughs) like you're not doing enough um this is the uh mink show podcast once again um i do not own uh the rights to this music i'm just a podcaster that enjoys podcasting um you know it's it's just what I do I I like to listen to dope music I like to put people on to music that I come across music that's sent to me and um unfortunately you know a lot of people that do what I do um we get hit with a lot of strikes and, you know, sometimes that just comes with the territory. We're willing to take, um, the hit. We're, we're, we're willing to, because that's, that's just what happens. So yes, this is the Meek Show podcast and I have a lot to talk about today. Uh, this episode is called... Mentally ill. So, uh, (laughs) I have a lot to get off of my my chest. Things have been bothering me based on the climate that we are in. Uh, Apparently, social media believes that they have PhDs and medical licenses to diagnose people online. Bruh. And, and I wanted to dive into this. So I know you guys are tired of hearing about it. It always seems like when I get ready to pod, everybody has reached their limit of what they can digest when it comes to certain buzzwords that are going on. Uh, such as uh, Kanye West. Uh, yeah, you knew it was coming. And a lot of other people. 
Now, I don't think anybody cares about my opinion about Kanye West. I personally do not have one. The only thing that I, I will say about the entire ordeal with that is that people have a right to speak their mind, no matter how much it may piss you off. A person's opinion is a person's opinion. The question is, should they be censored behind it? And that's what I'm going to talk about today, along with other things. So before we, we get into those other things, um, I wanted to first thank everybody that has streamed the show, that has shared the show, that has seen the evolution, that has seen me regress from the progress of building Minx Radio. This is not easy. Being a podcaster is not easy. I know that they make it look easy. You get a cute little uh, SM7B and, you know, people think they can just get on and say anything. And that is their right. But in the recent days, months, hours, we have seen such a big change in the social media world, starting with Elon Musk with his purchase of Twitter and trying to make it a safe space for people to speak their minds without ridicule, without cancellation without their constitutional right to free speech being infringed upon. But unfortunately, I don't think that people see the psyop behind this. Everything comes with a price. And nine times out of ten, that price is your freedom. Now, Elon Musk, I have, to be totally honest, I don't like him. Um, I don't know him personally to not like him, though. Um, I'm talking about the character that he has presented as an employer, uh, as well as a businessman, a person that wants to explore space, a person that he just has a lot of money. And it appears that people that have a lot of money make insane decisions with whatever it is that they want to do with their money. Nine times out of 10, it's being a philanthropist. But the whole idea of being a billionaire is very scary these days. We have um, billionaires, uh, crypto billionaires that have died under mysterious circumstances And it seems like it's very close to one another. It's not like it happened a month apart. We're talking about weeks apart. And again, just like the great George Carlin said, it is a big club. We ain't in it. Y'all thought that y'all could have a come up in the crypto game. And obviously there's a group of people that don't want these people in their club, allegedly. I'm just saying allegedly. (laughs) We don't know. Um, Among other things, we know that 
we are in a, a new era, a new cycle of the financial banking system. We know that we are in a new era of social media. We are in a new era of a lot of things. And a lot of these things are affecting us daily, not only the prices of food and other necessities, the shortage of medicine that is needed in flu and cold season. It's just, you know, a tough time. But as long as we all stick together with being able to share information like we can to wake people up or to keep people aware of what is going on, I don't think we should have a problem. But you have applications such as TikTok under the chopping block of being taken away because we know, we know. If you remember, Donald Trump wanted to get rid of TikTok. They claimed that it was a cybersecurity issue. I, I'm not debating that. <laughs> we, we, I'm not debating that. Although we can agree that TikTok has been one of the biggest platforms in the U.S. Because, you know, uh, I think in uh, other places, the, their TikTok is, is not the same. We have a whole totally different version of what it is over there. But being able to have a platform to say this is what's happening here and being able to connect with one another, those civil liberties are under attack again, again. So let's get right into it. Why did I name this episode Mentally Ill? Well, I feel like the conversation has shifted now in questioning people's mental abilities and capabilities of being able to be online and being able to be around people and being able to make money. I will say that it does anger me because I've always said for a very long time, I would rather you accuse me of stealing something, taking something, than for someone to accuse a person like myself of being crazy or mentally ill. Because you can go to court and say, I didn't steal that. I have proof that I didn't steal that. But you can't really prove that you're not crazy. And that's what people don't get. Oh, you got two for one. Two for one. How do you prove that you're not crazy? I don't think that that's possible. Because the question is, what, what is sane? What is sanity? Well, I want to talk about something that I read today something that really um, grinded my gears. All right. Now you guys know I'm from the Bronx, New York. I'm from the Bronx. So it's almost like we are in a, a different uh, realm. <sighs> Let me just bring this up.
So the mayor of New York City, he has uncovered a, a new plan. He has a plan, and the plan can't fail. If you look over at Cryptic Kingdom, which is my forum, my personal forum, I'm like the Elon Musk in this bitch. <laughs> Mayor Adams is trying to force hospitalizations on mentally ill people. Bruh. Apparently being homeless is a mental illness. Being broke and unable to care for yourself is a mental illness. This is from Fox 5 News. These damn ads. Mayor Adams has been facing heat over his new directive, which forces homeless individuals suffering from severe mental illness into hospitals for evaluation without their consent if needed. So he doubled down on Monday. I didn't get elected to do an easy task. I got elected to look at the systematic problems that have been in the city for generations. But despite promising that there will be a psychiatric bed for every person in need, the numbers don't match the mayor's pledge. During the pandemic, hospitals cut the number of psych beds to care for COVID patients, and many of them have remained offline. The mayor has asked the private hospitals to also free up beds and has claimed many are on board. You guys can read that article on your own. I'm going to say this because it needs to be said. Controversial even. I'm sorry. I'm just gathering my thoughts because this this is really bad. Homeless people, and I can tell you this with absolute certainty from my own personal experience from being homeless in New York City. I can't begin to explain how bad this is going to be because when you first get into the system, Right. It, people have this misconception of what being homeless is and what it's like to be in a shelter. So unless my time is off, I don't think anything has pretty much changed from when I was in that situation. But when you are homeless, you don't walk into a shelter and say, I'm homeless. I need a place to stay tonight. That only happens if you are what they consider a drop in. A drop-in is a person that did not get a chance to go to social services to present information for you to have a case for them to help you. Because let's face it, they're not in the business for helping anybody. They are in the business of keeping these places open because they receive grants for the amount of people that are in that particular facility. So it's a cash grab. Now, once you go into social services and they give you a case number, they then place you 
into a shelter. So you're on a list. You are on a list. When you get into this shelter, you are there for a good two to three days or so, just to prove that that has to validate that you don't have a place to stay. And then they go into what we call the checks. What are the checks? You cannot be homeless and in a shelter without reason. You have to have a reason. It can't be just I'm homeless. So you have to prove one out of three, one out of three things, usually one out of four things. The first thing is, is they have these evaluations that you must go through. Evaluation one is for drug and alcohol abuse. So yeah, they, they, you got to pee in a cup. Yeah. You got, you got to pee in a cup and in front of someone, no privacy there. So you're treated like a criminal as if you were on probation or parole. You know how you have to pee in front of your officer. So once you do that, they then have you undergo a psychiatric evaluation. They ask you the general questions. You feel like hurting yourself, things like that. You feel like you're depressed. Oh no, you're supposed to say you're happy. You're happy being homeless. (laughs) Anyway, and last but not least, hold on, it's mental health, uh, and I think it's it's three things. I, I'm, it's going to come to me to three things because the last one. But you see where I'm getting at. You have to have a reason. So they do the drug, alcohol. Actually, you know, I think that's separate. So it's drug, alcohol. They test for those two things. Mental health. And then your physical. Right? Your physical health. So if you have a bum leg or... You're just physically unable to work. And because of your condition, you are homeless of that. That is a reason. So again, they don't really care. You know, when I used to say to myself, when I used to watch the news and there was like a a big ass building fire and like all these people were transported to shelters. They don't care about those people. Why? Because they can't make money off of that. Your house burnt down. Big whoop. We can't make no money off of that. Uh, did, did your house burn down because you're, you smoke crack or something? Oh, oh that, that's the one. That's the one. That's the money shot. Did, did you fall asleep and you were drinking and burned the house down? They don't care about those clients. And, and that's the other thing. They call them clients. They feel that calling a homeless person a client is is like making them feel like they are a human being. No. Um, A client. Let's look up that definition of client. A client is a person 
or organization using the services of a lawyer or other professional person or company. How is social services a company? See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The other definition of a client is a desktop computer or workstation that is capable of obtaining information and applications from a server. So that's not the definition we want, but the definition we need is the first one. So basically, it's using the services. Okay. Now, let's continue. If they cannot validate your homelessness, then they will find every reason for you to get get up out of their breath. Every reason. Now, the other two things that people do not know about the homeless system is that when a person is on parole, they are being released on parole, they have to be released to friend, family, whatever. So let's say they don't have friends. Let's say their family member's like, I don't want you in my house, bruh. You did the time. I'm, I'm not doing time with you. You ain't going to have nobody banging on my door at 2 o'clock in the morning to verify that you're here. They send them to a shelter. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that either. Oh, I'm... I'm telling y'all the truth. So it's not the fact that there aren't enough beds. It's the fact that the beds are not being distributed properly. Because usually they send people that are on parole or getting ready to be on parole, they send them to a halfway house. So if those halfway houses are full, they will put them in a shelter, wasting a bed. So people that need a bed can't get it because homeboy or homegirl needs to prove to their parole officer and to the court that they have a place to stay until they're able to get their own. That's sickening. Not to mention, also, these clients, which are always people that are left behind, women that are victims of domestic violence are sent to shelters. Not women, not, not, not when the women's shelters are full, they're sending them to wherever. Now, when you're talking about these systems that this mayor said is systematic, it is systematic because we're not even talking about the idea of the financial obligations of these shelters. Now, I myself, I have literally seen with my own eyes that they make more money keeping people in these shelters than they do actually helping them find a place to live. One shelter client for the month These shelters are wake. They're making anywhere from seventeen hundred to twenty five hundred dollars per homeless person. And not only that, 
you're in a shelter. Shelters are supposed to provide food and clothing. So here's where they also get you. They get you because they also give these clients food stamps. $200 in food stamps. Now think about it. If you are a homeless person, down on their luck, this actually fuels the need for them because with this emergency assistance, they're going to the bodega, honey. They're going to the bodega to flip that money because that's how they catch you in the trap. So you go and you flip your money and then you get yourself a little bottle or you get yourself some bud. And then there comes the mysterious test. And now they have a reason. Now you have to go to a drug program. Now you have to go to an alcohol program. You see you see what I'm saying? It's all a scam. It's bullshit. These shelter systems don't help anybody. They have people in the shelter that stay there for 30 to 60 days waiting for a caseworker to assist them. And not only that, last time I checked in New York City, it's illegal to rent basement apartments and rooms. They help you with that. They help you find a room. Because they automatically assume and know that these shady fucking landlords, that they're not paying their their portion, and they expect you to come back. It's a revolving door, honey. It's not designed to keep you off your feet or get you off your feet. And then you have people that just, they don't look at it as a setback. You know, they look at it as, this is the situation I'm in. I'm going to get me a job. You have people that work. They have jobs. And then you are hit with, you can't work. And if you choose to work, then you're going to have to pay us to stay here. Yeah, they pay, they take your money to stay in the shelter instead of helping you with a deposit, instead of helping you with getting you. Yeah, they, they give you a yeah, $500 deposit. Do you know how much rent here is? This is a cycle. And now you have it where the stigma of being homeless must mean that you have a mental illness or a mental problem where you are now going to involuntarily force people that come in and need help to a bed in a psychiatric facility to be medicated. I think it's heinous. I think it's very wrong. And I don't think that this is the solution. I think the solution here is auditing these homeless shelters. I actually posted up a couple of weeks ago from the newspaper that I read where shelters were throwing out thousands of dollars worth of food. Shelters could not account for food. So money was missing. So because money is missing, you decide that you want to defraud Medicaid at that point by forcing people into a situation 
of any doctor that would diagnose them. Because remember, their doctors are their doctors. So you can't perform an independent study. You can't say, this doctor says that I'm diagnosed with this, but my doctor says that I'm not. Being homeless is not a crime. Being homeless is not a construct of mental illness. It is a product of it because these people are driven crazy. These people are messed with. I've seen people with my own eyes that had job interviews that needed to just have a bus pass and they were refused a bus pass to get there. They were refused clothes for these interviews because how dare you think that because you're in my house that you can leave my house. You can leave my income. It's no different from people that have Section 8 or they get assistance from the government and they're just renting out a room for that extra chump change. It's no different. But if you don't have people that are actually with experience with this entire situation, like myself, to tell you how this really goes down, you will automatically write off and state that because a person is homeless, this is what it is. The homeless problem has nothing to do with that. We have been in a two-year pause. People have lost their homes. People have lost everything, fighting for their body's autonomy. So you must be crazy. You must be crazy because you lost everything. Why didn't you just go along to get along? Some people were willing to lose everything. That's why with this entire debate, when people want to chime in talking about my job made me, honey, no, they didn't. It was your choice. Just like it was our choice to say no. And now we are all suffering from behind the choices that we made, whether you decided to go along or you decided to not go along. Regardless, there was a consequence for every action. So you can't sit there and talk about what my job made me. You had a choice. Now, before I go into other topics, I'm going to get a song on. A video, actually. (laughs) I know I came in hot. Oh, my God, Minx, I I thought this was a podcast about music. It's a podcast about what the fuck I want to talk about. The shit that's bothering me. That's why it's the Minx show. Not the us show. Not the we show. It's the Minx show. And I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. And I've been wanting to talk about this for a minute. I've just been behind. So if you head over to minxmafia.discourse.group, you head down to the promotion tab. We have some dope music videos. I'm actually going to get one on today. Uh, First, let me just make sure my volume is where I need it to be because I changed things because I'm a gamer now. All right, so I want to play this song called Stop Asking. 
Uh, this was actually a tweet that I had uh, reshared because Chelsea Pastel says, a record executive just told me that this video only went viral because y'all felt bad for me and not because of my talent. I was like, you have some nerve, bruh. So let's have a look at it. Should have dropped it, the bitch been tired. Stay locked down, trying to hide from the virus. Trying to live life in this world that's dying. Watching my diet, physically, mentally, spirit of a lion. Queen of the jungle, living in violence. Money coming in on my hand like ivory. Counting every dollar, now I'm hand sanitizing. Rap bitch, real rap shit. Write a big check, but my ass gon' cash it. Always knew that I would be the last bitch laughing. Seeing what I saw, you will break your glasses. Life full of madness, life of a bad bitch. Everything I touch turned gold like a chalice. Give my ass a kiss, turn a frog to a prince. Gray sweats, no print. Why the fuck you got a mad? What happened? Like this hard big game, no action. Post big caption. Stop capping. Ever since lockdown, nigga, shit been cold like aspirin. Stop asking. I still got a man if I didn't, shit still wouldn't happen. Stop asking. Stop asking. Asking, 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 asking. What happened? Like this hard big game, no action. Post big captions. Stop capping. Ever since lockdown, nigga, shit been cold like aspirin. Stop asking. I still got a man if I didn't, shit still wouldn't happen. Stop asking. Stop asking. Asking, asking, asking. Now they bag in the backseat. Clearing my mind from that bullshit that life be too quick to throw at me. Adjusting the death to like it, shit happens. I'm built for this shit. I'm an athlete. My pain is no different than anyone else's. Focused on me, don't care who think I'm selfish. Stingy with time and I really can't help it. Life is a trip. Taking vacations and owning my shit. Come from a city where they count as out, so I made it my duty to make niggas proud. Long as they eating, I know I'm succeeding. I tie up my eating, I hold niggas down. Promise my mama that she could retire. I'm making it happen, I'm her only child. Child, child. What happened? Like this hard big game, no action. Post big captions. Stop capping. Ever since lockdown, nigga, shit been cold like aspirin. Stop asking. If I still got a man, if I didn't, shit still wouldn't happen. Stop asking. Stop asking. Asking, 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 asking. What happened? Like this hard big game, no action. Post big captions. Stop capping. Ever since lockdown, nigga, shit been cold like aspirin. Stop asking. If I still got a man, if I didn't, shit still wouldn't happen. Stop asking. Stop asking. Asking, 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 asking. That was fire. That was fire. Absolutely fire. I loved it. I thought that I was like, yo, y'all need to stop shitting on artists that are really out here grinding. You know, I was definitely impressed. I loved it. The bars were there. The music was dope. The visual was dope. Wasn't too much of that, you know, flashy shit that they do. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I love it. Keep pushing. Keep grinding. And you were featured on the Mink Show. All right? So, now. Kanye West. Again. He's entitled to his opinions as long as he doesn't incite violence or does not create a situation for people that could possibly get them harmed. 
Now, I know what people are going to say. And I'm going to tell you that I am a person that is not going to keep telling people to do research. But um, I feel like when people say online, you know, a person that you don't know, have never met, if you're going to come out and assume their mental health or their mental status, I think that that's cruel. Right? We can't assume genders. We can't assume anything like that. But it's okay to assume that a person is not medicated or needs medicine because they are not thinking on your level. Now, I understand, you know, nobody should be coming after anybody because of their religion, their sex, their creed. It just, it doesn't have a place in society. But when I was reading a lot of these tweets, especially even about like Britney Spears and y'all really think that you guys are doctors. I thought it was a crime to impersonate a doctor. But you all have answers, right? Even on TikTok, you know, you, you got people on TikTok that are coming after people in the spiritual community talking about some sort of psychosis. Again, who gave you your medical license? Now, the thing I have to say about that, the internet is all about discernment. You have to realize that when you visit social media and you visit people's pages, you can't do everything that these folks say, anybody. So a person is spiritual. They read tarot cards. They have crystals. That's cute. I don't know why you guys feed into the aesthetic spiritualists, the aesthetic. They read tarot cards. I have playing cards. I don't go live. I don't advertise that I do readings because I feel like my readings are from myself. I'm not throwing shade at anyone that does do it. But again, you are giving your all, your energy to people that you don't know. And they are feeding off of it, making a living off of your energy that you are sending them. When you decide to put yourself out there to be judged as a content creator, which a lot of content creators, they post up their thoughts, their opinions, and then they are judged not based on looks anymore. It's about if you are sane, if you are crazy. And of course, my favorite, if you are a conspiracy theorist. If a person does not align with how you think, why does that make them crazy? If a person says that when they go outside, they see purple elephants, why does that make them crazy? We're always talking about speak your truth. 
So when people do speak their truth, they're crazy. And this is why I say we are treading into very dangerous waters because everybody is crazy. I wouldn't be surprised if people weren't insane. You had people locked up for two years. They were unable to communicate with the public in person. Everything is on the computer. People have developed social anxiety. People have developed a lot of problems from being locked up for two years. You have people that are really taking this seriously where they are now going to speak to therapists because their coping mechanisms was just to work. I don't feel good in my head, so let me work. I have a mood um, issue. I'm going to work through it. But you worked. The goal was money. And now you have to work for yourself, heal yourself by speaking to a total stranger that is probably going to do nothing but give you a diagnosis and put you on medication that is going to have you hooked for a long time. And there's nothing wrong with that. If that is what your physician recommends, do whatever the recommend recommendation is. But for you folks who decide that you want to be armchair medical professionals, I said in a tweet, I'm going to start asking people when they say, oh, he's off his meds. I'm going to start saying, well, what meds? What meds are they off on? Oh, well, they're going to a manic episode. Really? How long does the manic episode usually last for on average? And I can guarantee it's going to be fucking crickets. Because at the end of the day, you don't know. You don't know. Everyone's situation is different. There is no blueprint on a person's mental health. You don't know anything about hormonal imbalances. You don't know anything about spiritual imbalances. You just want everyone fucking medicated and locked away. And I believe they did this a long time ago. They used to send people away. This is the society that we have come to because I say all the time that if you are so concerned about a person's mental health, are you going to follow up? Are you going to be their advocate? Are you going to stand up with them if they decide that I don't mind getting counseling, but I don't want medication? Are you going to advocate for them? The answer is no. We have now gone into an era ever since the pandemic began of people policing other people's lives and it needs to stop. We are in a time where you have people that have began their journey down rabbit holes, especially with that Balenciaga stuff. People are, hmm, I've never heard of this. You're telling me that this has been going on for such a long time? There's been ads like this for such a long time. They've been doing this. They go down the rabbit hole. They start seeing things that they've never seen before. Heinous things. Things that you wish you can bleach out of your memory. I don't recommend that. If you are a person 
replays shit in your head a lot. I don't recommend those rabbit holes. I don't recommend you diving deeper because as the veil lifts, so is a lot of people's, you know, mental health. It's, it's, it's going to get affected. So it's not recommended for everyone to feel like, I want to know the truth. What did Jack Nicholson say? You can't handle the truth. I don't think anyone can handle the truth. If you think you can, you must prepare yourself and as well as pray to whatever maker you believe in. And more importantly, protect yourself because you are inviting negativity and darkness into your frontal psyche. So again, it is not these next couple of weeks or so as more truths are unveiled. If you feel like, damn, this is too much for me, unplug. Don't continue conversations that are making you ill. They affect your mood. They affect your dreams. Some people, you know, they've been, some people have been tapping into their dreams. But you are in no way, shape, or form to accuse someone on social media of having a mental health problem. That is one fight that you do not want, especially if a person is also a parent. Do you know how much damage you can cause with an accusation like that? Especially if they're a person that says, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm not corroborating with shit. Fuck out of here. Yeah. You don't want to get involved with those problems. That leads me to say, like, do we, is there a safe place? Is there a safe place to talk freely about your feelings? The answer is no. And it always starts in big cities like New York. It always starts in those big cities. They'll say, my favorite terms such as forced, right? They'll force you involuntarily to do some medical ass shit. We have to eliminate these terms from our lives. If you are generally concerned about someone's mental health, actually pretend to care. Pretend to care about their healing. I don't think anyone is mentally ill. I think that the world is. We are ruled and governed by narcissists who have money, who like control, who like to manipulate, who like to protect their own interests. We are around bankers that are allegedly trying to stop anyone from having the same type of financial freedom like them. 
but we're crazy. I would suggest that you keep a journal. Keep a journal. Paper journal. Don't show anybody. Put it, lock it away. Some thoughts just don't belong on the internet. These thoughts and ideas, if you're going to put a thought or an idea out there for the public, let it be something to inspire someone. Let it be something that would make somebody want to work with you or bring you income. We have to stop putting our emotions online. I hate this. This upsets me. We have to stop doing that. Mark my words. People are going to start being picked up off of their social media posts soon. People that are trying to be edgy or people that are literally just saying, look, I, 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 I don't want to be here anymore. What, what do you mean by that? You don't want to be, don't want to be here. How? And next thing you know, as you're getting ready to retire for the evening, you got a paddy wagon waiting outside for you because you said something that triggered the algorithm for people to assume that you are having a mental health crisis. They don't want you to think freely. They don't want you to speak freely, but they're giving you this illusion of free speech. And it's all because the plan is to lock people up involuntarily because you are not on script. You are off the script. So I'm not saying this to scare anybody. I'm just telling you how this is all going to play out. Because those who do not know their past are doomed to what? Exactly. Doomed to repeat it. So, I highly suggest, because what I say is, when it comes to Kanye, when it comes to Britney, they're celebrities. They don't have any fucking influence over me. I'm a free thinker. It's a shame that people allow celebrities to have that much of a hold on them. You see already that they're cloning themselves and not who they say they are, botted out. They have handlers. They are people that control their socials, their posts, their money. They don't even have it together. But these are influencing you, these, these are the people that are influencing you. People that don't even have control over their own shit is, confu- is really influencing you. You have groomers that are on the World Wide Web convincing little girls to leave their homes. You, you saw that story with, with that cop. Take the control back. We've given them way too much, way too much fuel. And they're going to say, we're going to make this free speech. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Don't fall for it. You have your own platform. You have your own website. You have your own blog. Yeah, you can get away with it. But on a public platform where people are watching and there's more bots than there are people, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even, as a woman, say, I have my period and I feel kind of down today. They're coming. We saw that you were having a 
feminine crisis that was affecting your mental health and you are not on medication, so you have to come with us. If you're comfortable with being policed that way, then please use social media as your diary. But not I. I'm going to get this last video on. The world we live in today is very wicked, ladies and gentlemen. Makes me very sad that I have to actually come out and tell you guys to be careful with your thoughts and your words. I'm going to play this. How funny. Smokey Smothers has a song called Go Nuts. And yes, I be dancing just like that. <laughs> So we have Go Nuts featuring Shakara Blue, one of my faves. And we're going to get this on and call it a night or day. Go Nuts, here we go. Change. You can 
I tell you, I love that song. It's something about it. It's like nostalgic and I don't know what it is. Um, but I, I definitely, I, I fucks with it. I love it. Um, what I love about um, Smokey is that um, Smokey actually makes her own music videos. And again, you know, I'm, I'm in the business of plugging people in. And um, if y'all need a music video, I, I would definitely hit her up. She's actually sent me her entire playlist of music videos of artists that she shot for. And that's what we need. We need directors that care about you know, the, the, the videos that they're shooting. We all work hand in hand with each other. Now, I wasn't going to go too crazy today about music business stuff because I want to talk about everything, including music. But, you know, next episode, you know, I'm trying to get to episode 100 before, you know, the year is out. But, you know, we're definitely going to tap into the Spotify wrapped I have a lot of things I want to say about that because I'm doing some research on Spotify. Um, but I just hope that today's episode helped people see things in a different light. I don't feel that I went through what I went through in that time for no reason. And I feel like the creator has given me a platform to speak up and speak out. We have to stop judging people. We are not God. Let let the judgment be for God. If you suspect that someone is having a mental health crisis, I highly recommend that you get them help that they need because you care, not because you're trying to jam them up. Right? Now, they made it simple for everybody. 988. Okay, that is the suicide and crisis hotline. Please. You also have another number, which is 800-273-8255. Again, that's 800-273-8255 or 988 or 911. We have to do better as children of the creator to care about our brothers and sisters in need. I'm not trying to be a a preacher and I'm not trying to be a pastor. I'm just trying to be the big sis, big cuz, your auntie, whoever you look at me as, hopefully a friend. But let's stop judging people. And, and saying horrible things about people because we assume their mental status. And that's the episode. Please make sure you like and share this podcast if you liked what you heard today. Please send me any emails that you may have for music submissions at submissions at minxradio.com. If you are a person that is interested in speaking with me or being part of my panel discussions, 
please also submit an email or a direct message to me on social media. I look forward to speaking to each and every one of you. I appreciate your support. I appreciate your tips. And I appreciate you just being here. Thank you.